Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN, the sports betting network. This is Sharp Money on a Monday as we welcome you in. Start off a new week. Hope you had a nice weekend. A crazy week 10 with all the walk offs, the buzzer beaters there with the kicks late. I'm Patrick Maher, Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. Of course, live downtown Las Vegas, Fremont Street, Bar Canada there at the D. We've got coming up in an hour, professional handicapper, two-time Super Contest winner Steve Fezzik stopping by. He sent over copious notes, so plenty to get to there. We've got our Like, Love, Loathe segment coming up here over the next hour. Also, you've got the Bills hosting the Denver Broncos tonight. Mostly, I wouldn't say blanketed as far as the number, but mostly seven and a halfs and 47 on the total you can find a seven with the bills in the market so that's something to pay attention to we'll have plenty of plays plenty of props on that game as well a couple of things one i want to give you guys a play in college hoops tonight from the special college basketball picker that is thomas gable he of course runs the race and sports book at the borgata in atlantic city and so this morning thomas gable who's been hot he said good morning we're gonna go with the under in sienna american under 136 i don't expect you guys to have anything to say on this one of all but he likes the under 136 and a half tonight sienna american college yeah, hoops I, you know i don't follow american but sienna the saints in the metro atlantic solid squad they're not a prolific offensive scoring team not a bad play here when looking at it but again don't have really information on the other side but I have to be honest with you. I know we bring on a lot of people in here that talk betting. Thomas Gable, when it comes to college hoops, is as good as anybody else in any sport. And I, I trust yes. him completely when it comes to college basketball. Totally agree with you. And what he does is he sets his numbers every single morning in college hoops uh, for the book there at the Borgata, which is the best sports book on the East Coast. And when he does, he just kind of finds an inefficiency and he sends it over to me. I forward it to the big guy and then I give it to you. So if you're joining us on Sharp Money, you're going to get the play on the air throughout the year uh, until March Madness, of course, and through March Madness. But also if you become a VEASAN pro and ever miss it, you're always going to have the plays right there, which will make up for the 120 bucks, I assure you, by the time combine them all with his college hoops plays and then thomas gable you make plenty of money by paying attention to sharp money here on visa okay it's now time for like love loathe recapping the weekend of action with what we liked all right all right all right what we loved i had an awesome time like i know that you had an awesome time okay i think the entire town knows that you had an awesome and what we loathe. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. This is Like, Love, and Loathe. Sharp Money. Okay, I'll get us started with my like. It's not going to be a popular one, although maybe here it's probably a love-hate situation, which, you know, with the Cowboys being such a huge team on VEASAN, I don't know, with Goulet, 
uh, with Dave Ross, with Femi. I don't know where they stand on Dak Prescott, but my like this week is Dak. And he's 30. He's a man. Dak is already 30. Feels like he's been there for a long time. A 49-17 winner over the Giants. And of course, the theme with the Cowboys is they beat up on the nobodies and then they struggle against stiffer competition. But they are 6-3 and three on the year. And I think a little opportunity for an appreciation of Dak this year. 17 touchdowns, 6 interceptions. If you juxtapose that with somebody like Jalen Hurts, who's got 15 touchdowns and 8 picks, it's a very different conversation because the perception of Hurts and Dak is just so much different, right? Whenever you have a conversation about Hurts, you're lauded, and then you have a conversation about Dak, and there's a yeah, but associated with it. He goes over 400 yards, 4 touchdowns. He also had the rushing touchdown against the Giants. And yes, I understand it's the Giants. I'm just giving you the facts. That is the 10th time Dak Prescott has passed for 400 or more yards as a Cowboy. That's more than every other Cowboy quarterback in history who had done it a combined nine times. Tony Romo did it just once in his career. Again, much different league, more prolific as far as the pass game, just stating the facts. Again, he went over 400 yards, four touching, four t- four passes for a touchdown and a rushing touchdown yesterday, and he took exactly zero snaps in the fourth quarter. The last four for Dak Prescott, as far as averages, 339 through the year, 12 touchdowns in total, and only two picks. Again, the conversation is always, and I mean perpetually until he does something about it, focus on Dak's postseason record, which is two and four. But right now, this little pocket, he's killing it. And again, went nuts against the Giants defense. That isn't very good. It's just Dak continues to put up numbers, boys. You're absolutely right about that. And give Dallas credit for one thing that no other team in the NFL has done this year. They have absolutely dismantled opponents that they should. I mean, yesterday you wind up the games 28-0 at halftime. Never had a sweat if you laid the Cowboys or if you took them in a survivor play, whatever it may be. This team deserves a ton of credit for just going out and absolutely beating the crap out of teams that they should beat up on. This is the We've seen this. They did it against the Jets, the Patriots, the Rams, all games at home, and they have not even been close. Yeah, you know, I look at Dak Prescott as like the number one guy right on the outside of the quarterbacks that can win you a Super Bowl. And I think maybe I've been looking at him wrong and, and I'm comparing it to how I view Justin Herbert. Like someone needs to step in and save Justin Herbert from Brandon Staley. If we look at what Dak Prescott has done and we factor in the fact that he had guys like Kellen Moore, Mike McCarthy, and Jason Garrett as the ones calling his plays and leading his offense, I think he deserves even more credit for what he's accomplished. CeeDee Lamb came out and said he's the best wide receiver in football. And while he's been on a heater, I think we would all universally disagree with that assertion from CeeDee. Well, I didn't realize that Adams, Jefferson, and everyone else had retired. I mean, yeah, that's uh, come on. You like the confidence CD maybe delusion as well. (laughs) CD more like a track. (laughs) I like that one. Actually, you saw saw it coming because he said it once and then he said it twice because he didn't want to get stepped on. But you knew (laughs) that it was going to be basic yet funny. That's a good job by you, big guy. (laughs) You're welcome. Next, (laughs) next, next up, next up, like, love, loathe. We start with our likes. Mine again. I'm not even the biggest Dak supporter, but I just I went a little outside the box. How about a mall? You're like this week. Houston Texans offense. Bobby Slowick, their offensive coordinator, CJ Stroud, Devlin Singletary. Let's start with Slowick. The confidence he displayed in CJ Stroud, getting out there and just throwing the football all around the yard. 39 passing attempts out of Stroud in this game, even in situations where maybe we disagree with it, but showing a tremendous amount of confidence. But really what stood out to me is a couple things. 544 yards, fourth most in Texans offense history offensive history all time and guys these guys weren't even good on third down four for 13 on third down conversions oh for one on fourth down so if you think about third and fourth down combined this was not a great performance just four first downs and 14 attempts but 28 first downs and more importantly let's go to Devin Singletary 30 carries 150 yards rushing and he had a touchdown but more importantly Patrick coming into this game 62 carries for 209 yards and zero touchdowns in the previous eight games in his ninth game he goes off 
off. He was averaging 3.37 yards per carry, averages five yards a carry in this game. He was an absolute difference maker. And if you have this kind of running game uh, coupled with a quarterback in C.J. Stroud, who has just been off the charts, C.J. Stroud, 826 yards passing in his last two games, six touchdown passes, including a rushing touchdown. He's been sacked four times during that time, only sacked once yesterday, which was a key thing in this performance. It was incredible what they were able to do in this matchup. They deserve a ton of credit. And then how about the forgotten guy? Most people probably needed a program for him. How about Noah Brown? This is not a mistake when I say this, folks. 13 catches, 300 and 25 yards the last two weeks to go with one touchdown. And Noah Brown, I'm going to tell you right now, he had a long of 75 two weeks ago, 34 yesterday. This is not a guy you're thinking about a 75-yard touchdown from. Now, granted, it was a broken tackle. But how about the play late in the game? The kick would have been from about 48 yards. Instead, he breaks a couple of tackles, gets about an additional 10 to 12 yards. That sets up Amendola for a perfect game-winning kick. This Houston Texans offense continues to flourish. And what a performance we've seen out of this team for the last couple of weeks. It's just been incredibly impressive what they've been able to do. And putting up 69 points in the last two weeks. Even though the defense has played well, they've still given up 64 points. But eking out five-point victories combined in the last two weeks and very good wins. And Brown and Singletary as cast-offs, so not doing it with marquee names. And an overlooked C.J. Stroud as he goes two, not one overall in last spring's draft. You mentioned the 356 passing yards, two total touchdowns, one rush, one pass. But I go back to my, I I think it's kind of the seminal portion of the game yesterday was consistently answering the Bengals. That's what the Texans have done. And I think that's what teams at five and four... You know, it's a team that consistently with their comebacks have always answered. They never get defeated. And frankly, the defense played well yesterday, too, big guy. Because there were chunks of that game where, you know, they sacked Joe Burrow four times. They picked him off twice. D'Amico Ryan's got something cooking there in Texas. Yeah, and it helps when the rookie QB plays the way he does. This is D'Amico Ryan's post game on C.J. Stroud's performance. It's impressive to see a young kid, right, make mistakes and grow from it in the same game, right? And for us to be able to come out with a win after, you know, the, some mistakes that he made and still be able to win the game and learn from it, it's much better to correct after a win than a loss. So really proud of CJ, and he's he let me know that, hey, we got you. After, after the interception, you know, he let me know we got you. We're going to make a play, right, to help us win this game. I like how Carolina, the Panthers, were like, why would we go for somebody like that when Frank Reich is available? <laughs> I can't imagine. Like, I mean, I don't know who was hired first, to be fair, but there's other D'Amico Ryans out there, whomever, young dudes with energy that aren't Frank Reich. Well, no, we hear all the time, like, Joe Judge wowed them in, in the interview, or we heard, like, Eric Bieniemy doesn't interview well. D'Amico Ryans, I can guarantee you, interviews extremely well and could have had any job he wanted. No doubt. You want to tease us? So that's Dak in the Texans offense to start like. How about you, big guy? You want to tease us? Liking some nerds up in the north. I, I just want to add something nerds to his. in the north. This go, guy, go to me, it. should be second on the coach of the year list. Should be first. Okay. We'll come back and discuss <laughs> that as well. Sharp money. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So, buckle up. 
The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less, like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. Oracle.com strategic. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, total wine, spirits, beer, and more. The lowest prices for over 30 years. Find what you love, love what you find. Please drink responsibly. Must be 21 years or older. Again, check out Total Wine as we welcome you back here. Sharp Money on a Monday. These are the easy ones, uh, boys, because there's so much to discuss coming out of a NFL Week 10 as we close out. The NFL Week 10 tonight in Buffalo with Denver playing a little bit better. So again, you've got seven and a half mostly in the market with the Bills laying at 47, 47 and a half on the total. We welcome you back. I'm Patrick Maher. I'm Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. Every Monday here on Sharp Money, it's like, love, loathe. What we take from the weekend, our likes to start. By the way, before we get to your like, big guy, um, nice little vibes on the set there down on Fremont Street at the D. Did you bring them all some <laughs> trick-or-treats today? Yeah, you know, I was at the grocery store buying some of my healthy food after I, I nursed a, a, a hangover for about 48 hours, uh, got Oof. back to my healthy grind, and I was checking out, and I noticed that there were some peanut butter M&Ms, and I have long made the case that peanut butter M&Ms are the best M&Ms, and I know Amal loves them, and he'd never had them before, so I grabbed them, you know, when they have them right there at the checkout counter, I said, I need Amal to eat them and to tell me that I was right. He ate them. He cannot confirm my, uh, my belief that they are the premier M&M. Oh, he doesn't. He, you're not. They're, they're not your favorite of all. Well, they're they're definitely better than regular M and M's. It's hard to break that uh, peanut M and M stranglehold and Reese's Pieces. But I will tell you, this is very good. I, I want to thank Dustin for bringing them. I'm appreciative. But I got to tell you, Patrick, I was on a good run. I had chosen in November to go no sugar. You're welcome and this to my guy, life. And this guy broke the seal for me here. I was doing very very well. And of course, it, having peanut butter, which to me is one of the f- best things in the world. As soon as I ate one, I have slowly matriculated down the rest of the packet (laughs) now i'll tell you what my now i'm not a sugar guy but i do have memories of my family they're all obsessed with dessert they would take regular m&ms put them in a cup and just microwave them for like 10 seconds i don't know if this means anything to the two of you so when you pop them in your mouth they pop i think and i just yeah i think this is like uh, going to a therapist. I think you just unlocked a childhood memory that I didn't remember. I think remember you do it for like now. five to ten seconds <sighs> before they melt, and then you pop them in your mouth. And I just remember my family going nuts over those. You I know just, how I'm not fat. I am. I'm thinking about doing that and then putting ice cream on top of it and mixing it. <laughs> I, uh, that's what I thought he was going to say was the ice cream. I, that's what I was thinking as well. All right. Well. Um, okay, big guy. Now. The what, what what was the number uh, just before we get to your like, because it does co- uh, correspond with what we were discussing last week as far as the NFC North. And no, I'm not sandbagging, but we all did say I think it was eight to one. Yeah. Last week Still on the my, Minnesota Vikings in division. Do you have the updated number in the north? Now, the Lions are going to win the division, but we were just talking about finding a price. Where, where are the Vikings right now? Uh, they're the second shot on the board at seven to one. Okay, so shortened up just a little bit as they continue to win. And your like this week is 
Kevin O'Connell. I think this guy deserves a little bit more credit because I think he's proven to us over like a season and a half. He's actually a really good football coach. He's 19 and 8 over his time leading the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, he's had no Kirk Cousins, gone 2-0 and in that time. Josh Dobbs showed up off the bus, looks like he's been there all season long. He has no run game. They got rid of Dalvin Cook in the offseason. Uh, he has no Justin Jefferson. Remember, the defense lost to Darius Smith and Patrick Peterson, among others. This guy won 11 one-score games a year ago, and I think everyone said the same thing. You know what? The Vikings were lucky and due for regression. And sure, that may be the case, but... Did anyone ever think maybe they won those one-score games because their coach made some smart decisions late to find a way to get them a victory? Uh, I think he deserves a lot more credit. They've re reeled off five straight wins. They're looking to be postseason bound, and Kevin O'Connell deserves a lot of credit for what he's accomplished so far with the Vikings. I want to hear from his quarterback, though, here, Josh Dobbs, who is coming across as the most likable athlete of all time he was asked what his prep was like last week not having quite as short of a turnaround yeah i'm not you know i'm not paid by the hour so i have nowhere else to be so i hung out i did spend a lot of time at the facility i probably ate every meal every day there um which is fine man like you know I, i'm blessed to be in the position i am and i'm grateful for this opportunity so uh, no stone will be uh, not turned over whether it's you know growing in the offense um creating simulated reps in the facility or you know studying the defenses that we're going to play they'll continue to adjust to try to slow us down so um, i'm a constant student of the game and you know i thought you know just having the qb room around me was awesome like sean and nick and kirk in the building and jaron you know they were around hanging out with me throughout the week as well putting in the hours um as we you know as i asked them questions about the offense you know stuff that was getting installed um just to clear my mind as i you know exercise some demons and asking you know, questions about things just to make sure I was locked in uh, for game day or as we studied uh, the defense. I, I don't have a daughter, but I do have two sisters and I love both my brother-in-laws, but I prefer he be a brother-in-law <laughs> than the two of them. He's the like what I'm saying is marry my sister, Josh Dobbs. You seem like a great freaking guy. And I, I know Amal, you mentioned, you know, maybe he's not elite, but I watched a lot of this game yesterday. He's really good. He he is he's special because I didn't realize coming out of college he had the wheels that he has. Like his escapability is something that snuck up on me a little bit more than I had suspected going into the season. Well, you mentioned it. I think I, the only knock I have on Josh Dobbs, you talked about, you know, you say hey, this is the kind of guy you want to marry your sister. My only knock on him is that he played for Tennessee. Other than that, there's nothing I can find wrong with this guy. Brilliant guy. <laughs> aeronautical engineering major how many players have we seen that have played the national football league that came into the league were aeronautical engineering majors but it's, as a teammate i think he deserves a ton of credit even in pittsburgh he accepted the role that he has he prepares like a starter and guys dustin mentioned it they've won five in a row i'm looking at the schedule they get the lions twice and they have one more challenging game in conference play um i apologize it eludes me who that is right now but this is a team that is dangerous they're sitting at six and four the, um, no the Bengals. i'm sorry the oh. Bengals. um but to me, guys, 10 wins is well within reach. Patrick, you said the division might be over. I don't think they're going to be able to win at Detroit. I think they can win at home. But I think this is one of your best 7-1 bets. It's a two-horse race. It's them and the Detroit Lions. I think they've got a great shot with those two out of the final three weeks being against Detroit. Well, to me, the, another bet, coach of the year, is a three-team race. Campbell, O'Connell, oh, and D'Amico? I, I don't understand Campbell being plus 150. I, I don't, don't either. Uh, to me, it's D'Amico Ryan's. It's Mike Tomlin, and it's right here, Kevin O'Connell. And I think Kevin O'Connell, when you look at what he's been up against this year, has a very, very strong case. Like I mentioned, no Justin Jefferson for a few games. No Kirk Cousins the last two. No run game at all because they got rid of Dalvin Cook. They lost to Darius Smith and Patrick Peterson on the defense. I think this is a totally different team that went to the playoffs last year. And if he gets them back to the playoffs, I think he has a very strong case to be in the mix. Pa Patrick, well, that... No, go please go ahead. I was just going to Dustin's right. D'Amico Ryan's, because CJ's a number two pick, you expect some talent there. But Mike Tomlin, with that stiff they call a quarterback named Kenny Pickett, and Kevin O'Connell. Can I interrupt yeah, you? Yeah, please, please. Can I, I apologize for doing this, but my love yes. is 51 years old. <laughs> He's been coaching for 17 years, 
And if he coaches for 20 more years, he's going to go down as the greatest coach to ever do it in the NFL. He's 12 to one on the board. He is six and three on the year. He's two and oh in the toughest division in football. His team has been outgained in all nine games this year, yet he's six and three. His team is the first team to do that since 1933. Two other teams have a minus 26 this year as far as point differential. The Rams, they're three and six. The Titans, they're three and six. The Steelers have a minus 26 point differential. They're six and three. Simply the difference to Amal's point is Mike Tomlin. It's fascinating what he's doing with that sieve of a roster outside of Watt and Highsmith. 17 seasons as a coach, 10 playoff appearances. He's already won a Super Bowl. He's never had a losing season. All of the attention going to Campbell at plus 150. His team is loaded. What would Tomlin do with that team? D'Amico Ryans, he's 5-4. and four. He's done a great job. He's in a weak division. McDaniel down in Miami, he's playing Madden with all that talent. And Kevin O'Connell, I'll let you argue it, but he's 7.5-1. to one. A question for you, too. How is Mike Tomlin, with this roster, 12-1 to one to win Coach of the Year? Why are we even having the discussion? His team's been outgained. His offense runs six plays. Watch the offense from Matt Canada. They're literally, they have less plays than your boy Zach Wilson at BYU. Every game is sandbagging, laying on the ropes until the fourth quarter to see if he can outcoach you in the fourth quarter because he doesn't have the talent to get there one through three. Three. Uh, this guy is and potentially will be the great. He's 51 years old. I find no flaws with your argument. You're absolutely right. You know, I'm watching that Packer game yesterday. I'm going, geez, this offense has nothing. They can't do anything consistently. Nothing. And it's, I, I don't know. Hey, listen, Najee Harris, he's like a tractor pull back there. He can't hit the hole. It's one cut and go like Jalen Warren. The glacier. I only have one the coach glacier. of the year bet. It's Tomlin at 22 to 1 from like a week ago, and I stand by it that I love the play. O'Connell and Tomlin, those are the only two. And Ryan's. And, yeah. Agreed. Sharp money. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. 120 bucks gets you everything we do until May 1st. So it takes you through March Madness, takes you through, obviously, college football playoff, through the NFL playoffs, through everything. Go vcin.com slash subscribe. You get everything. The picks. So, for example, when Fezzik comes on later, professional handicapper, if he gives out a pick or any other show has a professional on, they give out plays. We put them on the sheet. We email them to you. That's part of the $120, the picks. vcin.com slash subscribe. Get the tools, the splits, everything we offer. vcin.com slash subscribe. We do have news from the Jets, which I'll report. Mal Shaw, Dustin Sweet. Wheedleson, I'm Patrick Maher. This is Sharp Money. Just a thought quickly on the NFC North, Amal, because, you know, while I do presume that the Lions are going to win that division, what we're talking about with Minnesota is a 7-1 to price. And the reason we like that is the Vikings and Lions both have soft schedules moving forward, yet they play each other twice. So, again, it, this is for people that have that kind of ancillary money that want to have some fun with the futures market. It, it, it really comes down to those two head-to-heads. So 7-1, to one, you know, for fun in the futures market with Minnesota game back of the Lions, it's not terrible. Oh, you're absolutely right. Both teams have one real challenging team outside of those common opponents of Minnesota playing Detroit. They've got uh, Detroit's got the Cowboys. They're on the road. They're in Dallas. That'll be on Saturday, December 30th. And then, of course, the Bengals will be hosting the Minnesota Vikings. Let's assume for a second both teams drop those games. The Vikings have the Bears twice. They've got the Packers. So very manageable throughout the rest of the schedule. Patrick, if Minnesota is within two games on uh, Sunday, December 24th, they've got an opportunity. If they win that game at the Dome and then they win their game on the 30th, uh, and then they go to Detroit. That would be for the division in the final game of the regular season. It's not an easy task, but I think it's 7-1. to one, It's not bad odds because if you do get the Vikings to hold form, then you can hedge off in a great spot on the Lions in the last game of the regular season and make a yep. profit either way. Exactly right. It's just having fun with a number. And speaking yeah. of a number, fellas, 12-1, to one, Coach of the Year, Mike Tomlin. Uh, just maybe a little fun with it, you know, plus 150. Campbell most likely wins it. And then you've got D'Amico Ryan's at three to one, McDaniel six to one, and O'Connell, who's shorter at eight to one. 
But put it this way. If he ends up winning that division, <laughs> it, the toughest division in football right now, everybody potentially making the postseason, if Tomlin with this roster wins oh, yeah. that division, I, I don't know how you don't give him coach of the year. I, I want to hear from a bookmaker. Maybe we'll ask Brennan White this when he joins us on Thursday. I don't know how much info he can actually give. But is Dan Campbell the favorite because they think he's going to win the award? Or is he the favorite because they've just received a ton of action on it? That's a great distinction. And I think that's a good question to ask. Because, Patrick, I don't think any of us think Dan Campbell should be the favorite. Detroit was expected to have a good season this year. If he was going to win the award, it was last year. Last year was the culture-changing season. It just so happened Dayball made the playoffs with the Giants, but Dan Campbell probably should have won the award last year. This is just a carryover from the fact that he didn't get it. I, I just want to add one more thing, and this to me should be the distinction on the award. Who does the most with the least? And right now, when I look at Kevin O'Connell, no Justin Jefferson, which you mentioned, Patrick, and of course, no Kirk Cousins. You bring in Josh Dobbs off the street. You win in Atlanta. You have a dominant performance, really, against the Saints yesterday, despite their injuries with Lattimore Thomas and, of course, Derek Carr going down. And then Mike Tomlin on the other side. You gave the statistical history. No team since 1933 has been this bad and still been this successful as the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers have been. I think he deserves a ton of credit. And one other thing both of you added. They are in the toughest division in football. We just saw the Browns as a six-and-a-half-point dog go on the road in a game which they were trailing by 14 points at multiple times, come back and win that football game and without their best player who's out for the year, Nick Chubb. This team deserves a ton of credit in Pittsburgh with sitting there at 6-3. and three. I can tell you right now, the only reason I didn't have the Steelers finishing under 500 this year was two words, Mike Tomlin, or two names as Dustin imagine would Imagine Tomlin. No, you're right. And imagine Tomlin looking over at Campbell, looking at those odds, Looking at Campbell's roster, speaking, we talked about Montgomery and Gibbs. He's got Najee. Warren's good, but he's got like, for real talk, Dustin Sweetelson, Kelly Bidlin, and Najee Harris, who wins in a race? (laughs) You know? I think Sorry. I got that. I think I got that. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Bidlin, Kelly Bidlin. Third. Bidlin sneaky. Bidlin sneaky athletic. It appears to me though. I think he's got a hammy issue right now, so we're gonna have to delay the race. <laughs> but the point is, well, you guys understand what I'm saying. Yeah, like, absolutely. He's got to be looking around, like outside of Highsmith and JJ and TJ Watt. Like, what am I working with here? That's why he just he, it's the rope a dope. His team lays on the ropes for three quarters and he just tries to outwit you in the fourth. Well, and he it's just, worked and he knows he's going to limit whatever the offense he's facing is doing just enough to have that shot at the end. And then they just figure it out. He's a sorcerer. His edge really rushers is. might be his third be best offensive weapon. But by the way, real quick. I, I want to repeat, yeah. if I could repeat the minus 26. So again, there's two other teams <laughs> that are minus 26 as far as point differential. This gives you the best. Like These are two coaches that are very respected. Sean McVay has a point differential of minus 26. He's three and six. Mike Vrabel has a point differential of minus 26. His Titans are three and six. Same point differential as Mike Tomlin he's six and three I think that paints the picture perfectly completely agree with you and what he's been able to do with this team guys I watched that whole Steelers game yesterday because I had Pittsburgh and I have to tell you one thing I got to give myself credit I find a way to find some of the ugliest games of the year to watch it's unbelievable I mean this is horrific if you sat there and watched that game the only thing worse was Indianapolis and the Patriots across the pond last weekend well, no, I think you actually watched a college game. I did. <laughs> yes. You talked about it last week, and it was like, not, maybe it was Iowa Northwestern, or I, I, it, I, maybe no, it wasn't. I, I Iowa, Minnesota, and Iowa Northwestern are the two. Yeah. I don't know. I, I must be a masochist. I can't believe I sit here and I watch these games. <laughs> well, it's time for some positivity <laughs> because it's time for Amal Shaw's love. Go for it. San Francisco 49ers coming on a three-game losing streak. The last time they had lost three in a row was 2021. This is a team for the last two seasons that has been playing tremendous football. But more importantly, guys, it has been the injuries that have decimated this team. That's why they were on a three-game losing streak. You could see the difference with Trent Williams and Debo Samuel in the lineup. The confidence of Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy walked into the game at six feet tall. He walked out of there at eight feet tall. That was the difference in having a healthy team with George Kittle, Debo, Brandon Ayuk, all these guys getting on the score sheet. Only thing was, we didn't see Christian McCaffrey get in the end zone. He would have broken the NFL record, at the, which he holds with Lenny Moore, over 18 games in a row of scoring a touchdown. But really, when you start to break down the 49ers and what they are statistically, I think people forget how great they are. Let's start on the defensive side of the ball, really where you point to with San Francisco. Having Nick Bosa, former number two overall pick. Chase Young now, a number two overall pick. Another great job by John Lynch in acquiring him in a trade. Um, then you've got Fred Warner in the middle linebacker position. 
He's a tremendous player. You've got Greenlaw there as well, his running mate. This is an elite defense, we know, but statistically it's backed up by the numbers. Number five in total offense, excuse me, total defense. Number three against the run at 79 yards per game. And then number four at points per game, excuse me, number three at points per game, given up at 16 points per game. Let's go to the offensive side of the ball, where they're number four, 28 points per game. This is a team that is fourth in terms of a run. This is an outstanding football team. And then, of course, in total offense, number three. You know who's ahead of them? The Detroit Lions and the Miami Dolphins, who are number one. The Miami Dolphins have Tyreek Hill and, of course, Jalen Waddle, And they're in that beautiful weather in South Florida. And they just sit there and play backyard football all day. And you know what? They got to play the Denver Broncos, and they put up 70 points in that game. This San Francisco team deserves a ton of credit. I get Philly's dangerous. And if the road to the NFC goes through Philadelphia, no problem. But this San Francisco team is going to be better prepared this year. Detroit it's a very, very good football team. They're dangerous. you got to pay attention to them because they could potentially wind up with a home field advantage. But the 49ers, whether it's in Philadelphia, in Detroit, or at home in Santa Clara, nobody's going to stop them this year. This team will wind up here in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium for the Super Bowl from the NFC. This team is a complete football team. And what happened yesterday in Duval, that was an assault. I'm surprised the playing team was not stopped before getting out of there because they absolutely held this team to 216 yards. And the reason why I bring up the yardage total and it's important is when you win a game 34 to 3 you generally give up that 75 yard drive where the quarterback just dinks and dunks takes 7 to 10 to 12 15 yards at a play and then you end up giving up a touchdown they didn't even do that this team was thoroughly dominant they put a bagel on this Jaguars team in the second half this 49ers team watch out absolutely love them this week as a Shanahan doubter, as a 49er doubter, this is not a day for me to say anything. So a nice little breakdown of the 49ers who were awesome yesterday on the road off the bye. Big guy, what say you? Yeah, that is what the 49ers are supposed to be. That's the thing. Now, I what do you guys wait. Hold on. I'm sorry. What did you guys think of McCaffrey? Like if he gets injured there, <laughs> it's stupid. Trying stupid. to chase that touchdown. Honestly, what did you guys think of that? I just <laughs> thought it was so disingenuous to chase the record. Yes. Like I that bothers me. I don't know why. Like a lot of things don't. The fact that they made it so overtly obvious, like we are just trying to get him this record and go for 18 straight. If it happens, it happens in the game. And that, But if that's how you extend the record, everyone's going to remember that you did that. I, I agree with Dustin completely. And I'll tell you what, when you're trying to win a Super Bowl and you have a player as important as Christian McCaffrey, you don't worry about that. Nobody's going to sit back and go, hey, guys, do you remember in 2023 Christian McCaffrey set the record? Most consecutive games with touchdowns. No, I remember them not being able to win the Super Bowl. Christian McCaffrey wasn't healthy. The only one that was more unsavory, do you guys remember Strahan and Favre? Oh, that's the one. Don't even get me started. That guy doesn't even belong in the Hall of Fame. Oh, stop. Hey, John Abraham's got six career less sacks than than Michael Strahan. Look at the numbers. If he's in, John Abraham should be in. Okay, I'm not holding him out. (laughs) That's fair. Shout to the Gamecocks. (laughs) We come back. We continue. Like, love, loathe. Sharp money. Then we got Fezzik, professional handicapper at the top. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services.
Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money and DraftKings, of course. Right now, bet five bucks, get $200 in bonus bets instantly for new customers when you download the DraftKings app and use the promo code SHARP. It's that simple. $5 gets you $200 in bonus bets. A no sweat, same game parlay every day. DraftKings. The crown is yours. Like, love, loathe as we welcome you back. I hope you had a nice weekend. Of course, week 10, crazy with all the buzzer beaters in the NFL. See if we get a crazy one tonight in Buffalo. How's the, I've got the weather forecast. We can get to that. We've got Steve Fezzik joining in 14 minutes. Uh, Seven and a half is the number right now. 47, 47 and a half. Of course, with the Bills laying it in the total. We'll get to Steve, professional handicapper. But right now, like, love, loathe. Our likes, Dak, we can throw that graphic back up. I apologize because I don't see it anymore. Thank you very much, Reggie. Uh, Dak, Texans offense, and Kevin O'Connell were our likes. The love so far, Mike Tomlin for me at 12 to 1, coach of the year. 49ers in their dominance, and it's now time for you, big guy, with your love. It's a guy that I absolutely adore that I don't know if Patrick is quite on the same level as I am because you're not big on shtick, but I think he's turned his shtick into true leadership, and that's, of course, Dan Campbell. I think this guy is a leader in every single sense of the word. He believes in his players. He empowers his players. And he's just always genuinely himself. He doesn't try and be someone other than he is. Like, even if you go back to his opening press conference when he was doing the bite in the kneecaps bit, he didn't look comfortable in the suit that day. Like, he just wanted to be the T-shirt and hat and just be a ball coach guy. That felt out of place. And since then, he's looked completely the part as a leader of this franchise, the face of the franchise. And I think this team has taken on his identity in every single sense. We saw it yesterday. Going for the win fourth and two, we played the clip of him and why he did it and what would have happened if he, they didn't get it and why he still believed in the team and that they would find a way to win. So when I look back at what I love from the weekend, I love everything I'm seeing from this Lions team. I think 10 to 1 to win the Super Bowl is still a very nice number on a team that should be there near the end, potentially in the NFC title game. So Sir Dan Campbell, First of his name, the biter of kneecaps, the chugger of cold brews, and according to Jared Goff yesterday, the sultan of sacks. With our guy, I kind of lean towards we're going until he tells us we're not. Um, And and that's not just in that situation. That's kind of in every fourth down that we we get. Um, And had a good feeling he would go for it just like that area we were in. We kind of wanted to get an extra five or ten yards to secure it, as well as I'm sure in his head he didn't want to give Justin the ball back with a minute and a half. So there was many factors going into that. But, yeah, he's got got big balls, and he showed it there. And uh, it's a lot of fun when he puts the ball in our hands to, to make the play. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Go ahead. No, I just, I love everything about the call. Even if things didn't go right, I still love the call because he goes to the locker room and let's say they somehow lose the game. He goes, I'll lose going down, believing in you guys every time. And that just makes the team love him more. (laughs) Yes. All right. A big Dan Campbell guy who knew the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson. All right. Time for our loathes, boys, because we only have seven minutes. I want to get all three in. Uh, this one won't surprise anybody. This guy is 20 and 43 as a head coach. <laughs> he had a week to prepare for Josh Dobbs, a banged up Vikings team, a defense. That's his specialty. Gave up 27 points. Again, the Saints were favored by three on the road and lost 27 to 19. He is... Dennis Allen and Dennis Allen has exactly count them one two three zero wins against teams with a winning record this year uh, eight and twenty eight and two plus years as a Raider twelve and fourteen he is I I know this is a guy that you've talked about extensively Amal but 
it's weird because the Saints st- still control their divisional fate, right? They play the Falcons twice. They've got the Bucks one more time, and they're sitting at five and five. It, with a competent head coach, this team is two wins, three wins potentially better because they've had a soft schedule as well. Dennis Allen's my load this week. I think it's a great call. Mike Tomlin were coaching the Saints this past week, and they would have walked into Minneapolis and walked out with a W. This team is just inconsistent. And remember when the Saints complained they had to go on the road to Seattle when the Seahawks were 7-9? and nine? Don't complain. You're going to host a division mid-round game when you're 8-9 and nine this year and you win the division. Yep. Trying Anything to on Allen there, big guy? Has there ever been a worse coach to get a second head coaching opportunity? No. Is he the worst guy to ever get two goes around at this? He is freaking brutal. I mean, I think what the Saints did is they just wanted continuity. So he had been running that defense for Peyton, and they just didn't want to. That was kind of the strength of the team at the time, so they wanted to keep him. But, yeah, a it, weird hire, no doubt. Yeah, it's it's like uh, if your spouse passes away marrying their sibling, so the kids are familiar with, with who's raising them. <laughs> well, Either way, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, so All right. that would be weird for sure. All right. Now time for Amal Shaw's load this week. Patrick, this will come as no surprise to you, but it stemmed from a play in a situation on Sunday, and it's Bill Belichick. I've never seen a more overrated coach in the history of sports. Guys, everyone gives him a ton of credit for the six Super Bowl rings. I'm not taking away from that accomplishment, but that was all a combination of Mo Lewis knocking out Drew Bledsoe and then Tom Brady stepping in and having the prolific greatest career in the history of the National Football League. But I want to back it up with some statistical analysis before I get to that, guys. If you didn't see what happened in Sunday in Frankfurt late in the first half, the Colts run a play on third down against the Patriots with 27 seconds remaining uh, before halftime. And instead of on that third down and 10, after the Colts gained six yards and moved the ball to the New England Patriots uh, 39 yard line, they allow Gardner Minshew and the Colts to call timeout with 12 seconds remaining. Instead of taking a timeout immediately at 21 seconds, Colts take the timeout, convert for a first down on fourth down. They get 12 yards. They try a 57-yard field goal from Matt Gay. Now, it was no good. It was straight on. It was about a yard and a half, two yards short. But to me, Patrick, that's a perfect example of where he should have called timeout with 21 seconds. The Colts would have never gone for it. They would have punted. And he was fortunate that Gay ended up short a little bit on that kick. Otherwise, they would have given away three points just because of the ineptitude in coaching. But let's get into some of the numbers here with uh, Bill Belichick real quickly. With Tom Brady as his head, excuse me, as his quarterback. He has 249 wins and 75 losses in six Super Bowls. A 777 winning percentage. Without Tom Brady, he's got 82 wins and 98 losses for a 457 winning percentage. He is 1-2 in playoff games. That's right. One solo victory in his entire career without Tom Brady as a starting quarterback. By the way, guys, you may not know this. He has coached three number one overall picks at quarterback in his career. And he has a 20 29 and 37 record with those three guys. Drew Bledsoe, Vinny Testaverde, and Cam Newton. This is a guy that has been overrated throughout his career. His inability to win with other players has been absolutely criminal. Mac Jones, 18 and 23. Vinny Testaverde, 17 and 16. Bernie Kosar, 11 and 18. The only quarterback that has started a minimum of 10 games that is an over 500 record with Matt, with um, Bill Belichick is Matt Castle at 10 and 5. Newton, 7 and 8. Bledsoe, 5 and 13. That's why Bill Belichick needs to go in Foxborough. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Came with stats on your boy Billy B. I would I would just say to Amal's argument, I think the part that's starting to become very obvious is it's starting to get awkward. Yep. Like he it's it's now starting to get to a point where it's like even Patriot fans are defending him. He's he made the point I think it was, do you guys see the quote today from Marv Levy's wife where she said he's a jerk, he's mean to everybody, I don't like him. And it was weird because it was coming off a quote back in the day from Bill Belichick. Belichick said, I'm not going to be like Marv Levy and coaching into my 70s. Well, he's 71 and he's lost his fastball. It's awkward now. It's just not there. Like it doesn't. Also, his style doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Like when he made his biggest impact, and I, I still think like part of Brady becoming Brady is like being drafted by Belichick, who had such a dominant defense and his way of doing things is old school demeanor, where you're trying to impress your head coach, you're looking for his approval because he's just such a miserable sob. 
I don't think that plays with players anymore. Like, I don't think players want to do that. I don't think it gets the most out of them. Go look in any walk of life. Look here. We have a I'm 38. I'm supposed to mentor and like work with these like 23-year-old kids. And for the first time in my life, I'm finding out we view the world very differently. Now, think about that over multiple generations with Bill Belichick. He's getting harder and harder for these players to relate to, and he's not able to then get the most out of them. Look at you. I like that you compared yourself to Bill Belichick. Well, we have a very impressive. similar coaching tree. Everyone under me fails miserably. <laughs> also, You're a big speaking, guy. You can yes, speaking of, I've got a great tweet, John uh, Sepulveda. When I asked, has there ever been a, a worse coach to get sec two chances? He brings up a valid one, but I still think Dennis Allen is worse. He says Josh McDaniels. Oh, I actually think that might trump <laughs> it's yours. Pretty good. Like, yeah. I can't believe we all missed that. Uh, mine's Joe Douglas. We, we can get it in here. If you're a Jets fan and you're watching what Josh Dobbs just did in two weeks with the Vikings, and this was supposed to be a culture shifting season for the Jets, and your GM didn't go out and trade for him, this is a failure of a 2023 season for Joe Douglas. Don't disagree. Steve Fezzik, professional handicapper, he promises I'm going to give you the secret of how to make big money in sports betting no one has ever given out before. That's coming up next. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 